0: Chapter Ten of From Sunrise Land: Letters from Japan by Amy Carmichael. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter Ten: Birthday Gifts. Make me sensible of real answers to actual requests, as evidence of an interchange between myself and my Saviour in heaven. Chalmers, I believe in the Holy Ghost. December 1st. A few months ago, Mr. Buxton gave us a Bible reading upon the victories of the Holy Ghost, A.D. 33-65, to and the question has been forcing itself upon us, why not in A.D. 1893 until he come? Is it because we are not willing to be made invisible by the investiture? And another thought is being borne upon me, the deep importance of the five great ifs, which embrace all other prayer and answer conditions each of which includes all they seem to form a five linked ring each link depending upon and fitting into the other john fifteen seven touches our life in him and his in us matthew eighteen nineteen our life with others it must be clear as crystal we cannot agree with them if there is anything unloyal or unloving between mark eleven twenty three touches our own soul life there must be truth in the inward parts about this thing first john five fourteen and fifteen this touches the circle of the infinite we do need to know god well if he is to be able to make known to us what is and what is not his will john fourteen fourteen in his name how much it means and the answer comes back folded up in that beautiful name with him also only what can be given with him can come giveth he freely all things we want to know more of all this we want to live so close to him that he can confide in us as he could in his prophets of old surely the lord will do nothing but he revealeth his secret unto his servants the prophets he made known his ways unto moses his acts unto the children of israel the servant knoweth not what his lord doeth but i have called you friends Abraham god's friend shall i hide from abraham the thing that i do oh for the life of dwelling deep in the secret place where earth's sounds fall faint and god's voice whispers his secrets this must mean giving up a great deal more time to quiet with him than one used to think needful which means letting many other things go one's reputation among the number the loss of all things that i may know him december twentieth We have been learning something quite new of late shall i try to tell you about it i cannot explain it i can only tell you simply and truthfully of it perhaps it may help some soldier soul in some lonely outstation the very vitality of whose faith is being touched and scorched by a fiery dart to have one more little witness word to the fact of facts that god is proof positive have we proof tangible visible utterly unanswerable for in old-time phraseology is he not the hearer and the answerer of prayer we were gathered round the breakfast table one morning when the question was asked what can we agree for as touching our village to-day last time m san and i had gone we had asked and received one but surely our king had a still greater gift waiting for the faith which could rise to it could we not believe for two four of us felt we could. A few hours afterwards we started. When we arrived, things seemed against us. H. son, the grave and elderly catechist in charge, called to Sodon us on the subject of after-meetings. We had attempted one of the mildest description last time we were there, and before he had got halfway through his circumlocution, I had absorbed the fact that our cautious friend was alarmed at the idea of being too definite and we must be very careful being juniors of course we bowed to his seniority and the evening passed as gently as possible i wondered how the lord was going to keep his promise but knew it would be all right next day he began to work our dear first one of last time brought a friend to us who wanted to know how to be a christian for a long time we explained in the simplest way the simplest things and over and over again we sang the wonderful words of life At last she understood, and, praise him, believed. We led her to his feet and left her there. And now we wanted our second, so we asked him to take us straight to her. As we rose from our knees, the sliding door slipped back, a premonitory cough announced a visitor, and in came H-san. In less time than I could have believed possible, he had got through his polite preamble and was in the heart of his subject. The old lame man's wife wanted to see us. had never come to the deciding point but knew the truth well would we help her gladly we went at once all the time we talked to her the good h son prayed for us there he knelt or crouched rather his head buried in his sleeves steadily praying till we could turn and ask him to praise instead for she had come next morning we came home and the four who had agreed loved the lord all the more because he had heard a fortnight passed again we were going and this time a strange thing came to pass when i went to him asking him to tell me what was in his heart for the place the answer was four souls from the home-view point hardly a startling one perhaps from ours very much so and yet the gospel had been taken there a year ago a faithful little band of eight or nine had been witnessing brightly and from time to time sowers had been sent forth from who had scattered the life-seed in faith and watered it with prayer what if in the thought of the great husbandman the time for the upspringing of the blade had come what if he could do no mighty works there because of our unbelief but 4 it seemed too much still the impression deepened that it was of him and the conviction came that one other would be able to agree and so the condition would be fulfilled if two of you it was so then one of our japanese brothers felt he could believe for two out of the four and thus garrisoned with the prayer that prevails for this kind of agreeing goes deep we set out to conquer in his name a kuruma ride at a slow man-trot over roads deep in snow and sand but not a mile too long was it for the all-essential quiet with the captain upon the eve of battle pastor stockmeyer says that when we are speaking to a soul for christ all the powers of hell are against us at that moment and we must be all the time under the blood and surely this is true of the hour before and the hour after we storm the citadel than which none are more profoundly solemn except the central one of all when the forces invisible meet and there is the shock the recoil the moment of pause intense and then the triumph song when we arrived, the christians met us as usual we told them of the four who were to be delivered, and they were very glad, but saw lions in the way. To begin with, where were they? We did not know in the least, but told them God did, and they all promised to pray. Then we went to the meeting. Very few came, and it was very flat. That night we sandwiched ourselves between our quilts, worn by the curious brazier in a cage arrangement they have here, and slept to wake expectant with the dawn a post arrived and a postcard was given to me it was from one who being away at the time knew nothing of our specially large request but she wrote i am asking for a marked blessing for you for your birthday gift and then i remembered what i had been almost trying to forget that it was the sixteenth of december my first birthday away from home but the dear ones there were not forgetting as we rose even then they going to bed were thinking of the to-morrow so far away they too were asking for marked blessings god's beautiful very best and i wondered no longer at the strong prayer-leading of the last few days it was god answering home birthday prayers beforehand and yet that day was not an easy one it was the busy season and nobody had time to be saved hindrances sprang to meet us wherever we went obstacles great and small faced us excuse after excuse was given in the different houses which our perplexed guide took us and at last baffled and tired we were fain to return to our hotel and rest for a while before the evening meeting one more house we tried there they seemed pleased to receive us they got us tea and cake which i devoutly wished anywhere and they talked a great deal about very little while we sat there as if under a spell as helpless to help them as if we had been a thousand miles away one could almost see the devil, one could almost hear him laugh. And then came thoughts, the wiles which cling and twist and entwine one. So much for being sure of the shepherd's voice. Next time better wait and see before telling everybody. You can't expect conversions every time you come. It's quite presumptuous. Fancy going back to Mazia empty-handed. What a pity you told him about the four. But worst of all was the fear I had missed his will after all. It looked very like it was he trying to teach one that not by might or by power not by time or opportunity but by his spirit only god's victories are won the precious afternoon i had unconsciously counted so much upon was gone i had got to the very end of my resources prayers and pleadings alike seemed to fall back upon one the listeners just sat and gazed and smiled and felt nothing with a sort of blind longing to rush away into the darkness and lose oneself in the snow and forget it all i was rising to bow myself out of what seemed like a prison of mocking spirits when there was a sudden sense of a presence gone of a presence come let those doubt it who may and in that moment of the wind and the waves his voice spoke its peace be still and there was a great calm we sat down again and a hush rested upon us then almost without preface one of the women Who had been listening carelessly enough before said quietly i want to believe while we were talking to her a young man came in and knelt down within half an hour mother and son were both christ's as if under a spell before as if in a dream now we were simply awed unutterably god was so near then we came away and as we passed one of the christians homes we went in to tell them they said they had one more waiting for us at the preaching-room would we go to see her at our honourable convenience she was another brought by our first and she too trusted jesus and was saved oh it is so easy to write so easy to read but so tremendous to be by this time all the christians had assembled we told them we knew god's forth must be somewhere and one the son and brother of the two who had been brought in exclaimed why it must be my wife she wants to be a jesus person but she is away at her own village we cannot get her tonight at once we knelt and asked that he would give us this one more before we left the place how we did not stay to think next morning early a message came to say the wife had unexpectedly returned we went straightway to see her before her family and relations she confessed her desire to be a christian and there and then she too was illuminated a very literal lighting up out here And they all, with one consent, praised the Lord and sang the chorus we had taught them. Jesus gave his life for me. Jesus gave his life for me. God loves me, loves me, loves me, and I love him. It was all done with such absolute ease. Our part was simply to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Time, too, or its absence either, mattered nothing to the King of Eternity. Truly we learn that little is much if God is in it man's busiest day not worth god's minute as we wished them good-bye the mother said by the grace of the honourable god we laugh merrily this morning and since then they have written do not be anxious for us his love is dropping down upon us please soon return and lead us more finally just before we were packed into our kurumas we farewelled the old lame man and his wife they pointed gleefully to the now empty idol shelf and told us how they had burned their gods and smashed with a poker the unburnable ones. And again we sang our chorus and praised him who had been the doer of it. It is so cold you will not want to come back to us, said the kind people as we parted. But we were much too glad to mind anything that morning. I never knew joy was such a warming thing. The glow of it lasted all the way home, and it has not faded yet. And now, are you not glad too? and isn't it worth while praying to such a god as ours for i cannot too strongly emphasize that this and every bit of blessing we may ever have is distinct answer to distinct prayer two of those who visited this village in early days are in england now one of them mr buxton's sister has he tells me never ceased to pray for it i am sure dear sarah prays too so we have two at home and two out here both among the pioneers who pray to purpose for it. And almost every mail brings me a letter from someone perhaps unknown at home, which tells of definite prayer, sometimes monthly or weekly, and sometimes, praise him, even daily. Thank you all, dear ones, so much, so very much. Oh, it seems more and more true that infinitely more important is it to know how to pray than to know how to work ask that we here when the consciousness of our no might is so forcibly borne upon us may enter deeper than ever before into its realities and should there be any sorely pressed fightings within and fears without there are such out in the battle-front god knows will they not look up and sing a hallelujah behind the darkness of heathenism yea through it all his sun shines still From those at home who hold the ropes, we ask for the prayer that upon each one of us the holy hush of his presence may rest, that we who bear his vessels may be clean, selfless, clear as crystal, and ask this too, that across every day of our new year may be written in letters of light, he goeth before, till he call, or till he come, very far better, gloriously best of all. End of chapter 10